A listener texted me from uh, the Podbean uh, web uh, Podbean site, which is where I put my broadcast on as a podcast, and he said, I suppose you won't see this here, Colin. Uh, the podcast is superb and opening my mind to new horizons. Could you talk to me about, could you talk about whether the sheep receive the same manner of judgment? And then it, uh, I couldn't find any more than that, uh, but I think he's asking, um, uh, could you you talk about whether the sheep receive the same manner of judgment as the goats, for example. Well, I'm glad to tell you, uh, based on the word of God, absolutely not. Jesus said in uh, John chapter 5, verse 24, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes in him who sent me has everlasting life and shall not come into judgment, but has passed from death into life. That's uh, uh, John chapter 5, verse 24. And in uh, John chapter 6, uh, verse 40, he says, And this is the will of him who sent me, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day. And in verse 44, he says, No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up at the last day. Verse 44, that is. And then verse 51, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. These are just marvelous words, and it's what the gospel is meaning, the good news, that we are saved from judgment as uh, believers in Jesus Christ precisely because God, in his Son, took that judgment upon himself. Now, this is not to say or to deny that there are judgments coming up in the judgment, the final judgment. The, sh the goats who have refused to believe in Jesus Christ, who do not think that it's necessary to be saved, uh, will go into judgment. And that judgment will be redemptive, however. That judgment will lead them to see the true reality of their sinful, broken human nature and the true reality of the glory of God. And that revelation will ultimately be irresistible. And they will fall before him bowing the knee and uh, confessing with their tongue that in him alone is their righteousness and strength. Nor is it to deny that judgments have taken place uh, in Israel. Uh, as you recall, uh, well, I, I'm referring in my mind to my manuscript that I'm working on, but in the book of Ezekiel, there are very, very strong and severe judgments that come upon Israel. Nevertheless, they are not judgments unto death, but judgments that will bring people to a knowledge of the Lord. Uh, the, the phrase, then they shall, the, the sentence, they sh then they shall know that I am the Lord in the book of Ezekiel occurs, I think it is now, I've forgotten the count uh, that I made, but over 60 times in that uh, book of 40 or 50 chapters. This is amazing and wonderful, and it is a redemptive knowing. It is a redemptive knowing. He says that I will um, uh, forgive you of all your sins, and uh, you shall know that I am the Lord. This is the amazing thing about God. He takes us through judgments that we may know that he is the Lord. But those judgments are not unto death because Christ took the eternal judgment unto death. 
Now, uh, the, 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 the goats certainly go through a judgment that is a punishment and a judgment that is a revelation of the enormity of their sin and the revelation of their willingness to ignore the mercy of God until they finally come to see it. But the sheep do not go through that kind of judgment. The, the scriptures talk about the sheep being corrected and guided and, and properly uh, uh, educated and, and uh, trained in how to live and how to believe and how to respond. Jesus talks about uh, those whom he loves uh, being uh, pruned as if they were uh, uh, part of the vine, which is what they are. He is the vine and they are the branches. And and, uh, we are the branches because we trust and believe in him and we get our sap of life through him and from him. And uh, he often has to prune us uh, to take away the, the waste and the, the, the way we have been living uh, uselessly and, and carelessly and what have you. But that is not a pruning to condemnation. And there is, uh, and, and uh, of course, we're told that we are being disciplined as children, but there is no judgment upon God's people, upon believers who trust in Christ for their salvation. The wonder of it all is that God has been so kind to us, so just incredibly merciful, and he's going to bring that mercy upon all, ultimately, because those who will not believe and who, uh, who resist in steely uh, willfulness, they will go under the judgments of God, but not judgments unto death, but judgments unto life. Um, what we need to understand is that Christ has taken the sins of the world. Remember what Jesus said there. When the people came from Samaria, you remember in chapter 4 of Romans, of uh, John, I should say, and uh, um, saw him for themselves and not just believed because of what the Samaritan woman said to them. Um, they said to the woman, now we believe, not because of what you said, for we ourselves have heard him, and we know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. Not the Savior of the few, not the Savior of Israel simply, but the Savior of the world. And Paul, in the book of Timothy, 1 Timothy, that is, chapter 4, says, This is a faithful saying. Now, now note that. This is a faithful saying. He's emphasizing what he's about to say. He's putting it, he's underlining it. He's putting an asterisk before it, as it were. And he's saying, now look, what I'm saying to you is a very faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance. No brooking of uh, resistance here. This is a worthy saying, for to this end we both labor and suffer reproach, because we trust in the living God, who is the Savior of all men, especially of those who believe. What a an astonishing statement that is. He's the Savior of all men, and that uh, Paul is making it clear that he means all when he says all men. He's saying especially of those who believe. 
The believers come first because God inspires faith in them and puts faith in them. Faith is a gift from God, and that is why um, uh, certain people are brought to an end of themselves so that he can open their hearts to give faith to them. They become the elect. That, that is, they become the called of the elect because all are elected, but not all, first of all, are called. And when they are called, they witness to the sheep, the goats. And gradually throughout the world and finally in the final judgment, that witness brings all to their knees. So God is the Savior of all people especially of those who believe, because the believers first now come first, all judgment is taken away from them, and that uh, witness in the judgment means that ultimately everyone will bow the knee. Remember that when God says in Rome, in uh, Isaiah chapter 45 that before me, says the Lord, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall make an oath that in the Lord alone is their righteousness and strength, that verse, the 45 verses 22 to 24 in Isaiah, are take, is take, th- th- those verses are taken up in the New Testament. In Philippians, every knee shall bow before Jesus Christ. And in uh, Romans 14, where it says, Every knee shall bow, uh, for we will all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. What a wonder we have before us. We are willing to serve the Lord because we don't have a totally altruistic love. God himself had an altruistic love. That is, he didn't. Ex- uh, he gave that love without any expectation of returns, though he knew he would get returns, but he didn't do it for that reason. But we don't have that altruistic love. We know there's a return. And what is it? Eternal life. We are loving God because he loved us. We are loving God because he has given us this marvelous gift of eternal life, which is the removal of all judgment. There's a, mar- a marvelous passage in uh, in Daniel chapter 7 uh, where uh, D- Daniel is given a vision of God and he was watching in the night seasons and behold one like the son of man coming to the with the clouds of heaven that's not the second coming of Christ but rather Jesus the son of man coming to the ancient of days he came to the ancient of days it says that's God the father and they brought him near before him then To him, that is, to Christ, the Son of Man, was given dominion and glory and a kingdom. Wow, wonderful. Jesus was given a kingdom that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away, and his kingdom the one which shall not be destroyed. This is the kingdom of God. Now, Daniel is very curious to know what this is all about, so he asks uh, Gabriel the interpretation, the the angel Gabriel. And uh, uh, Gabriel says this, I was watching, that is, uh, uh, Daniel says, uh, explaining this, I was watching, and the same, the horn, there's a, uh, I won't go into all of that, there's an antichrist horn here that uh, is symbolized by a horn, was making war against the saints, and prevailing against them until the Ancient of Days came and judgment was made in favor of the saints of the Most High and the time came for the saints to possess the kingdom. 
Now, this kind of doesn't make sense first off, because that's not what uh, Daniel saw. Daniel saw the Son of Man coming to the Ancient of Days to, to God the Father, and uh, the Son of Man was given a kingdom. But when Daniel asks for the explanation of this, the angel Gabriel says that the kingdom, that judgment, will be given in favor of the saints of the Most High. So what this is meaning is this, that when Christ, the Son of God, receives the kingdom from the Father, it is on behalf of God's people on behalf of all believers everywhere. They will be given the kingdom. And that coming of the Son of Man to the Ancient of Days, to the Father, is an act of judgment. And what kind of judgment is it? Judgment in favor of the saints. Well, is that judgment in favor of the saints because they're very good, holy, nice people and have never sinned? No, because, but it, it is that they are treated as if they were righteous because they receive Jesus Christ, who is their righteousness. So you see, yes, there is a judgment for the people of God. <laughs> but what is it? A judgment in their favor. God is going to defend us in the judgment. As believers in Christ, God will defend us, us against the accusations of the devil. There you go. That's gospel. Well, Colin Cook here, and uh, How It Happens, that's my program you've been listening to. Thanks for joining me today. You can hear this program any time of the day or night on your smartphone or other remote device. Simply download a free app, soundcloud.com or podbean.com, and key in How It Happens uh, with Colin Cook when you get there. I would appreciate it if you could consider a donation or two, or monthly if you like, or just occasionally. It helps this broadcast to keep going. It costs me 80, uh, $850 to $900 per month to keep it going. And this is only a small ministry. So if you'd like to help, send your donation online to faithquestradio.com, faithquestradio.com. Thanks so much. See you next time. Cheerio and God bless. <laughs> 